Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, and welcome to the Ted In Your Head podcast. This is the podcast where we take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform our minds. I'm your host. I'm Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. What do I mean by taking out the trash? I am talking about head trash, the stuff in your head, the bad thinking, the stinking thinking, the limiting beliefs, the bad habits that hold you back from being who you want to be, doing what you want to do, and having what you want to have. So my job with my clients is to help them literally change their minds. Remember, the subconscious mind is a terrible thing to waste. Why not put it to work for you? I help my clients change their minds one thought at a time. And if that's something you're interested in, or at least something you want to talk about and ask questions about, I do offer a complimentary 30-minute phone consultation. You can get in touch with me by going to tedmoreno.com and uh, click on the Ready to Get Started menu, or you can also click on the Contact menu. I'll get back to you within 48 hours. We'll set up a phone consultation, find out if hypnotherapy is right for you, answer any of your questions, and just have a nice, friendly chat. How does that sound? Great. So today's podcast, How to Increase Your Self-Esteem and self confidence. I think this is something everybody wants, everybody needs. Most people, the vast majority of clients that come to me uh, need some help increasing their self-esteem and self-confidence. I think we all are works in progress and we can always uh, do better in these areas, especially when it comes to confidence. So what I'm going to share with you today is an interview that uh, I did back in 2013. So my good friend Craig Valine of Enhanced Marketing Performance uh, interviewed me uh, about uh, seven simple ways to increase self-esteem and confidence. Craig Valine at the time was my marketing coach and still advises me on my marketing. And uh, boy, Craig was just so instrumental in helping me with my marketing. He helped me get my first book out. A uh, really great guy and very, very knowledgeable about marketing. If you want to find out more about Craig and what he does, you can go to craigvalinemarketing.com. That's C-R-A-I-G, V as in Victor, A-L-I-N-E, marketing.com. So here's a shout out to Craig. Here's our interview from 2013. I hope you enjoy it. Now, this podcast today is going to be a little bit longer. It's going to be twice as long as my usual 10-minute podcast, but I think the information in today's podcast is really well worth it because this is something that everybody, most people struggle with. So I hope you enjoy it and uh, take good care of yourself. Talk to you soon. Bye.
Well, hello everybody. This is Craig Valine, and today uh, we're going to speak to Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and success performance coach, on the seven simple ways to increase confidence and self-esteem starting today. Ted Moreno is a certified hypnotherapist and success performance coach. He's also the author of The Ultimate Guide to Letting Go of Negativity and Fear and Loving Life. And his book is available on Amazon.com. Ted works with his clients to create confidence, self-esteem, and strategies they need to experience levels of success, health, and happiness they didn't think were possible for them. Ted uses powerful and effective techniques such as hypnosis, guided imagery, and NLP to help people release doubt, fear, and any other obstacles standing in the way of life uh, that is uh, inspired, successful, and filled with unlimited possibility. So uh, first, I want to welcome you, Ted. Welcome here. Thanks. Great to be here. Thanks for being here as well. Um, So just to build some rapport with our listeners, uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you help, and how you got into this business. Well, I am a hypnotherapist in private practice. I've been in private practice now for nine years. I see clients at two locations here in Southern California and South Pasadena and and Covina. And I mainly work with clients that deal with anxiety. So all the different types of anxiety, test anxiety, social anxiety, general anxiety, fears and phobias such as fear of flying or fear of driving. I help people get over these issues. Of course, I help people build confidence and self-esteem, and I help people free themselves from smoking and chewing tobacco <laughs> as well. Um, so as far as how I got into this business, uh, throughout my life, I've managed to overcome many of the same problems that I help my clients with, uh, namely uh, low self-esteem and, and lack of confidence. Uh, when I was a young man, 21, 22, I swore I would never get married, uh, never have kids. I swore I would never buy a home, never start a business, uh, because those things just seemed very, very scary to me. Um, so for a good part of my life, I was an underachiever. I was working way below my potential in dead-end jobs, kind of going from relationship to relationship. It wasn't really until my late 30s that I started to address the mental blocks that were keeping me from success. In my 40s, I uh, experienced the loss of a relationship, and that was painful enough. I mean, pain is a great motivator. Absolutely. Painful enough to make me look at myself and say, you know, what's going on here? You know, here I am. I'm uh, 40 years old and haven't really moved very far in the past 10 years. So I started to read the success literature, started going to seminars, started to really work on myself. Um, and I realized that the first uh, place I needed to start was building my own confidence and self-esteem. So kind of my own path of personal development started at that time. And then uh, to make a long story short, I uh, was at a seminar about how to be a better communicator. And I met a uh, hypnotherapist. She suggested that I go visit uh, the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, which was the first accredited college of hypnotherapy in in Tarzana in Southern California. So I took her advice, you know, at her urging, I did, and I I signed up uh, for the curriculum the first night I was there, and my life changed immediately after that, and I've never looked back. I love my job. I love what I do. I love helping people. Awesome. Awesome. So um, since we're, we're talking about seven simple ways to increase confidence and self-esteem starting today, how would someone know that they are dealing with a lack of confidence and self-esteem? 
Well, most people know. They're aware that they lack self-confidence and self-esteem. And if they don't, then they see this as fear or discomfort. It'll show up in their thoughts, and their thoughts may sound something like, you know, oh, I can't do that, or that's too scary, or I could never be successful at that. And it may actually show up in their language. Um, a lot of people that really suffer from severe lack of confidence and low self-esteem have other people uh, trying to help them, saying, you know, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you do this? And you know, very often their response is, you know, I, I can't, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be good at that, or I don't know how. Um, the interesting thing about uh, most people is that they have confidence and self-esteem maybe in one part of their life. For instance, I worked with a gentleman recently who was very good at his job, had lots of confidence in what he did at his job, but had very little confidence and self-esteem at home with his wife and family. Um, so this lack of confidence and, and lack of self-esteem may just show up in certain areas of life. Um, but it will show up in language, either language that occurs as thoughts or language that is spoken out loud as uh, I can't, as a limit to what's possible for the person. Interesting. Uh, so why do people lack confidence and self-esteem? Because they didn't learn it as a child. In those uh, development years from the time we're born till about seven or eight years old, that's, we basically learn how to be human. And nobody is born with high confidence and high self-esteem. That is something we learn. And the way we learn is by accomplishing tasks. So we learn to be confident, kind of a very obvious example. We learn to be confident walkers by learning to walk at a very early age. We see people walking around us effortlessly. Uh, you know, our little minds tell us that that must be possible for us, and we try to mimic them, and before you know it, we're walking without thinking. And if we take that example and apply it to many other things, such as learning to tie our shoes, learning to dress ourselves, learning to do well in school, the more we accomplish, the more we feel confident in our abilities to deal with life. However, if we have uh, parents or caretakers or guardians that uh, do not instill in us a sense of confidence or self-esteem, if they're not coaching us, if they're not encouraging us, if they're not allowing us to do things on our own and make mistakes that are necessary for learning, then we'll go into our adult lives with a lack of confidence or self-esteem. Not only that, but if we see, if we have parents that lack confidence or self-esteem, we will model that unconsciously. Mm. If our parents uh, approach, let's say, social situations with fear or avoid them, we will learn that that's the way we should deal with social situations in fear. Um, so people lack self-confidence and self-esteem because they simply didn't learn it uh, as a child. And let me say one other thing about that. You know, they may be in the process of learning that, but then suffer a huge failure, a huge embarrassment which will be a blow to their self-esteem, which, you know, it may take them years to get over. So there's a few things that can happen in those formative years to uh, negatively affect a person's self-esteem and, uh, and confidence. Yeah, that's interesting. When I was a kid, I had I had kind of an incongruency. I had uh, the low self-esteem from my parents. They didn't really teach me that. But then I had my grandmother who always was saying, you can be the best. You can do whatever you want in your life. You can be the best. You can just think positive, you know, stuff like that. And then I had neighbors who also taught me that. So it was a conflicting 
thing. And I, I think I sort of suffered a little bit of low self-esteem when I was a kid, but then through little successes that I had through that positive year, you know, little voice from my grandmother, that made all the difference, you know, and I'm here today and I, and I'm, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> so you, you were fortunate to have that positive influence. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, thank God it was, it's uh, it's good to have a positive voice in your life. That's for sure. It's necessary for success. It is. So, so is it possible, let's say an adult right now, or even an older child, is it possible um, to create confidence and self-esteem for yourself? Well, let me ask you a question. Is it possible to learn how to play the guitar? Yeah. So if we can learn to play the guitar, we can learn to be confident, we can learn self-esteem, okay? The two comparisons aren't exact because um, when we learn to play guitar, there's something in our hands and we're constantly working at that every day. Where when it comes to self-confidence and, and self-esteem, you know, that exists in language and in our behavior and interactions with other people. So it's not as obvious, but it is something we can learn, and um, we have to make the decision to learn. What, what, what would you say that people need to look for? I mean, you know, it's like I, my thought is, right, You, it's like when um, look at certain things to know that you're getting better or that you're improving upon things like little successes, little victories. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to have the intention to take on those things. Yeah. And if you lack confidence or self-esteem, it's going to be scary. There's going to be risk. What if I don't do it right? You have to be willing to uh, make some mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, let me ask you this. If someone knows that they're being held back by a lack of confidence uh, and self-esteem, uh, how can they begin to change? They have to create a goal. Yeah. They have to consciously say to themselves, and I suggest write it down. Mm -hmm. My goal is to increase my confidence and self-esteem. Just like somebody would say, wow, I'm going to learn guitar. Wow, I'm going to learn to play tennis. It needs to be a decision for one's personal self-development. And, you know, that decision might consist of uh, purchasing some books or, you know, watching videos or going to a seminar. So it involves some action, not just, you know, the decision is an important part of it, but it also involves taking some action to begin to learn what confident people do, how they speak, how they act, how they think. And all that information is available in various forms of media out there. But does someone reach a point, I mean, when does someone decide that they want to change? I mean, do they reach a point where they go, I've had it, I'm tired of being a victim, I'm tired of not feeling right, or is there some other catalyst that makes helps them change? Or? I think there's a variety of catalysts. I think the example that you just cited of people just being totally fed up with not being able to enjoy life to its fullest, you know, pain is a great motivator and will motivate them to begin to take the steps to change that up. And that's certainly how it was for me. You know, I was going into my 40s, living in a studio apartment, going from relationship to relationship, no money in my pocket. I had brothers and sisters that were already building families and purchasing property. So I started to feel real bad about myself. And that pain was a motivator for me to start um, doing that, that work. But for other people, they might get a job where they really understand that they need to raise their confidence and self-esteem to perform at this job. Or they may uh, get into a relationship and may it may become very aware to them that they're not going to be able to hang on to this relationship unless they increase their confidence and self-esteem. So, you know, life happens and uh, moves us in the direction that we need to go. A lot of times that's how it happens.
You know, the late Jim Rohn says, if you want to be happy, study happiness. If you want to be <laughs> successful, study success. But if you want to be, have a good, solid self-esteem, then you must study good, solid self-esteem, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we, we talked about today, the title of today's talk is Seven Simple Ways to Increase Confidence and Self-Esteem Starting Today. So what are the seven simple ways to increase self-esteem and self-confidence? Well, I think I already mentioned the first one, which was to make a goal, write it down, start looking for information. Let me also suggest that you look for areas in your life where you do have confidence and self-esteem. Most people have something that they're good at. Most people, I would say the vast majority of people have something that they feel that they're confident to do or talk about, an area of expertise. So we can use that area in our life that we already have confidence and self-esteem. We can use that as a touchstone. We can use it to refer back to, uh, to see what it might look like to have confidence and self-esteem in other areas of our lives. For instance, let's say that you are really good at, um, well, again, let's use the example of an instrument. You're, you're really good at your particular musical instrument, and you have confidence that you can play that, and maybe you, uh, uh, maybe you like to people, play for people, maybe you don't, but you feel good about that. There's a good feeling. You know that you can sit down, play music. There's a certainty to that. Now, let's say that you lack confidence in, uh, you know, dealing with the opposite sex or the same sex as the case may be, you know, uh, pursuing a friend, friendly or intimate relationships. You know, you could look at the area where you have confidence and you can kind of study that and go, OK, well, I have a sense of certainty and I know there's a knowing there that I can do this. And so we can begin to bring that and move it into other areas of our lives. So creating a touchstone of where do I already have what I want in my life and then how do I grow that? So that's a, a good place to start. Um, based on that information, the second step I would suggest is you want to get very clear about what your compelling outcome is. So it's not enough to say, oh, I want to have more confidence and self-esteem. Well, you really have to identify what that looks like. If I don't have confidence or self-esteem with my uh, relationships, then what is that going to look like when I do? How am I going to think? What am I going to say? What are, how is my behavior going to be different from what it is now? So getting very clear about what that looks like when you have what you want. And that's part of setting a goal. Um, number three is you must start to use new language. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be uncomfortable because if your comfort zone is to be saying to people all the time, oh, I'm no good at that or I can't do that. I mean, there's a reason why you do that. And it's to protect yourself from failure or embarrassment. But you're going to have to change that up and you're going to have to start using new language, maybe even starting with, you know, I'm becoming more confident or maybe I can have more confidence or I'm creating more self-esteem day by day. I highly suggest that we create affirmations surrounding this area and write them down and read them every day so that your mind begins to become familiar with this new language. It's already very familiar with the old language and that's kind of gotten you to where you are if you lack confidence and self-esteem. So we want to get the mind familiar with new language and new language creates new thoughts, new thoughts create new feelings, new feelings create new behavior. So writing down affirmations, handwriting them, saying them out loud. A lot of people are down on affirmations because they have this funny image of people standing in front of a mirror saying, I'm handsome, I'm... Uh, I like myself. I like, I like myself. myself. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I, uh, you know it, it needs to be a little more sophisticated. In a comedic 
way they do that. But I mean, you know, there's, there's something to it, though. You know, I think the important thing for people to remember is that they're already using affirmations, which may not be right. positive, right. which have gotten to gotten them to where they are now, and they need to change that up. Right. Number four: practice, 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 practice acting confident, practice uh, using the new language. Practice talking to people if you're not comfortable talking to people. Practice doing those things which you don't think you can do. And just get start down the path to becoming comfortable with doing those things that you feel uncomfortable doing. And number five, fake it until you make it. Pretend. Act as if. Act as if. Pretend you're confident. Pretend you have self-esteem. Do that for long enough. Eventually it'll become true. And uh, number uh, number seven, or yeah, number seven, you want to take action. So you want to go out there and you want to make things happen with the understanding that you may screw up or make mistakes. So you have to be willing to make mistakes. So a good example that I deal with in, in my clients all the time is, you know, talking to uh people that they're interested in. Um, they're like, well, I don't know what to say. And there's all these long pauses. Well, sometimes that's how conversation is. And you just need to be comfortable, feel comfortable with that. You might say something dumb, but that's okay. The more you get out there and practice talking to people that you're interested in, the more comfortable you're going to become. So taking action is an essential part of building confidence and self-esteem. Taking action may involve reading a book. It certainly involves writing down a goal. It may involve going out and, you know, um, joining a group. It may involve of calling a hypnotherapist, for instance, or going to a therapist, but it doesn't just exist. Building confidence and self-esteem starts in your head, but it shows up in the real world as your behavior. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, this has been a great time together, um, and I'm sure that anybody listening to this will want to know more about you and what you have to offer. Um, how can anyone listening to this recording reach you and find out more about you? Well, I have a Facebook profile, Ted A. Moreno, Certified Hypnotherapist. Mm-hmm. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. My website is tedmoreno.com. I think I have a pretty good blog. That's at tedmoreno.com slash blog. The name of my blog is Ted's Tips for Transformation, and there are tips there about confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I I invite you to subscribe to that. In fact, if you go to my Facebook page and uh, enter your email address, not only will you get three free chapters of my book, The Ultimate Guide to Letting Go of Negativity and Fear and Loving Life, What I Learned on My Journey from Hater to Appreciator, uh, but you'll automatically be signed up for my uh, for my blog, weekly blog that goes out in, into an email. Okay. And uh, you said you have a gift for some of the listeners here. Uh, Do you want to share that? Absolutely. If you are listening to this interview and you want a free gift from me, all you have to do is email me at ted at tedmoreno.com. So that's ted, T-E-D, at tedmoreno.com. And I will send you, for no charge at all, I will send you my guide to self-hypnosis and a self-hypnosis conditioning CD for no charge. And so you can actually start to use hypnosis on your own to begin to create confidence and self-esteem. This is a, a, a course that I teach at the local community college, and people pay close to 100 bucks for it. I'll send you the, uh, the guide and the CD uh, for no charge. What a bargain.
I, and I mean that. I'm just kidding. But uh, excellent, excellent. Thank you very much, Ted. This has uh, been a great, great call. And uh, uh, listen, anybody who uh, who resonated with this topic, uh, if you need a little assistance or you know someone who can benefit from these tips that we just shared, please, please reach out to Ted. And again, that email address is Ted at tedmoreno.com. All right, Ted. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Craig. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. And uh, you have any one positive thing you can say, one quote, Ted Moreno-ism? I would say that if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. So if you want to have confidence and you want to have self-esteem, you must understand that you must do something different from what you've been doing. Excellent. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.